0: You guys like wearing clothes, right? All right, cool. I was just checking. Hoopstatestore.com. We have some Hoopstates clothes for you. Some little merch. Nothing too crazy. You know, nice hoodies with the cardinal on it. The State Bird long sleeve t-shirts with the same design. We got the area code t-shirts. We want everyone to rep their code. The first area code to sell out of their t-shirts gets a special edition shirt made just for them. You don't want that, right? You want a special edition t-shirt, right? Well rep your code. Buy them. Buy them all for all I care. I want everyone to make sure that they have everyone everything locked in. In the merchandise department. So be sure to do that. HoopstateStore.com, hoopstateStore.com. And in case you didn't hear me the first two times, hoopstateStore.com. There is a whole lot going on with the Hoopstate Network, and I want to make sure each and every one of you are completely locked in with everything we have going on. Simple. Go to YouTube, type in Hoopstate Network, hit subscribe. Go to Twitter, type in at the Hoopstate, follow. Go to Instagram, type in Hoopstate Network, follow. It's really that simple. Spotify, Hoopstate Network, subscribe. Everything we have going on is going to be in that circle. We're going to be tweeting out articles from our website, tweeting out the pay-per-view stream links, merchandise, all that good stuff, videos, articles, everything you could ever imagine. It's under those umbrellas right there. So be sure to follow all those accounts, subscribe to whatever you need to, and be sure to stay locked in with everything we have going on throughout the rest of the year and throughout all of eternity. Don't ever unfollow. Follow. Don't ever unfollow. It's real simple. We'll see y'all soon. With my friends go, you
1: was simple when there is no switch of tempo, I got right, I got heart,
2: I'm going die, I'm going fight, I go down, bet I strike, I go hard day and night, yeah.
0: What is going on everybody? Welcome into the Hoop State High podcast. This is our second week of Bracketology now. We have the public school brackets coming out today. A lot of controversy, a lot of uh, conversation about them, but we'll break it all down and then we'll talk a little bit about private school. Me, myself, Miles, Master Cole here with Rod Bridgers and Anthony Simmons. Rod, we'll start with you. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. If y'all hear a screaming child in the background, man, it's my bad, bro. But, you know, she's three.
0: I heard it right after I hit the record button. so
1: That's why I looked over there. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, nah, it is what it is.
0: There's distractions all around. Simmons, how are you doing?
1: Doing pretty good. All right.
0: So, go ahead. I said no complaints, man. Good. Good. So, yeah, looking at. The NCHSAA, obviously kind of um, weird circumstances this year with the season not starting until January. Um, there are some teams, especially in the Charlotte area, that played around a half a dozen games this year and, and find themselves in the playoffs. So now that we're here at the playoff time, there was a lot of discussion about the seeding and how it would happen, and it was random. Um, I, 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 Rod, I saw you in Twitter discussions about it today. What When you saw those initial brackets, what kind of came through your mind when, when just kind of thinking about the whole like how we got here scenario.
1: Um, so first and foremost, I I understand like how they came to it, but it's just it's unfortunate in, in, in some scenarios. Like you know, we look at the team, and we'll talk about them in a second. Farmville Central, you know, they're back-to-back state champions, and they and they're on the road. Like, and there's a possibility that they don't get a chance to play a home game at all through this entire playoff run. And that's crazy. Girls and boys, they're both ironically seated number nine. So, um, and then you look at the team, like they play Herford County. Herford County were undefeated on the year. Had a great year, great backcourt. And what's their reward? <laughs> you get to make it uh two-time state champions come to your crib. I'm just like, damn, like, you know what I mean? But I just think there there, there could have been a better way. I understand that, you know, you had to do what you, what they felt was necessary. But, you know, I just think it could have been, you know, it, it could have been a lot, of more, lot more seamless in my opinion.
0: No, I agree. And uh, Simmons, I want to get the coach's perspective from you on this because, you know, as recently as last year, you were at Voyager and you were a coach waiting on Selection Sunday for these brackets to come out. What do you think the mindset of of coaches around the state is right now as they see the brackets and and especially in a weird year like this? Like, what would be going through your mind right now if you were just waiting for them to come out or happen to just see them? This some bullshit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying. and And then after you get that out of the way, you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you gotta stay up all night these next three days, these next two days. You gotta stay up tonight. You gotta come up with a game plan, offensively and defensively. You're trying to, you you sending emails. You're trying as much as you possibly can to get filmed. You're scrambling. I mean, lucky in a year like this, everybody pretty much had to play a game that was on some type of network. So you're watching film, you're checking max preps. I mean, it's, it's pretty much an all nighter, man. But I mean, it's really unfortunate. I mean, two years in a row, I was in the playoffs at Voyager, and I felt like we got jerked in the brackets, bro. It's just like, you don't understand it. And, I mean, in years past, in a normal situation, I feel like there was favoritism. Um, this year, I mean, it was so random. You can tell only random picks came up with some of this, this nonsense, G. Because it's like, like, Farm Bills undefeated. Like they're undefeated. A lot of teams, man, it's crazy. And some teams, like, I don't even know how they got in. I don't really know how they did at large. Like, it's crazy, man. But at the end of the day, it's a blessing if you got in. It's unfortunate that you didn't. And, I mean, you got two days to prepare.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. And, and the way that the season is gone, everything is so fly by night. Like, it's just kind of tough to plan out. But either way, the playoffs are going down this week. First round Tuesday, second round Thursday, third round, which is Elite Eight on friday and then next week we move into the final four so i guess we'll just start with 1a and and take a look from there and obviously i think similar to private school um which we'll also touch on later 2a is where it's interesting in a lot of ways when you think about um some of the firepower and then you look at 3a and 4a there's there's firepower all aboard but we'll start with 1a um on the obviously the seating is just so weird and you have Granville Central on the on the east side, you have a team like Wilson Prep, a team like Henderson Collegiate, who all have the kind of firepower where they think they can make a state championship run. And on the west side, you have Lincoln Charter, um, who is a team that is rolling on all cylinders in almost every way. You have Hayesville, who's very, very good. So obviously, I know, Rod, you know, the east side a little bit because of your familiarity with the 252 area. Both of you guys, honestly, especially Wilson Prep and Coach Atkinson and, Anderson Collegiate and Coach Marshall. So when you saw this bracket, what kind of caught your attention? And uh is there a prediction for you for you in this bracket?
1: Uh you want me to go first? Yeah, you go ahead. So my initial reaction when I saw it was some big smoke in second round, Wilson prep versus Princeton. And there's a story behind it. Obviously, you know, the whole uh the transfer issue with Nason Waller was supposed to be transferred to Wilson Prep, ruled ineligible by the NCHSAA. Said quote unquote the rule was he was three miles outside the 25 mile rule. Not even not even here to speculate about type of whatever that is, but just know that's some big smoke. And that game it, I mean in all intents and purposes looking at who they're playing, no disrespect to anybody, that game should happen on Thursday. So big smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, and then right there, the winner of that game will more than likely go get George Marshall and Henderson Collegiate in the in the final four. Uh so I mean, I don't know if I had to pick somebody, don't kill me for this. Forget that. I'm a homer, man. You know I gotta roll my dolls in a two five, man. So I'm rolling Wilson Prep, man. The reason I say this, but listen, the reason I say this is because they got Eric Wynn back. We thought Eric Wynn wasn't gonna play this year. He came back the last few games. He's had two double-doubles. Wilson has put up 102 and 94 in back-to-back games. Oof. Their, their front line goes 6'9", 6'7", 6'5". And then the, the two uh, – Omarion Johnson kind of a point forward. He's 6'7". And then you got Christian Battle as a kid who's shooting up in the parking lot like my boy Simmons said. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, in terms of size and one eight man, you're not going to find a team with size. But I'm going to roll Wilson I'm, gonna, I'm I'm going to be a homer here. I hear you now, and, and I feel like they have to
0: be the consensus favorite at this mm-hmm. point um, yeah. with what they've been able to do. Simmons, what do you see from that team? And then I want to get your take on Henderson Collegiate because I know you've coached against them the past few years. And then, obviously, Javante Waverly is a kid that, after a kind of an up-and-down summer, has come back into form his senior year.
2: Um, I mean, I agree with everything Rod said. Um, Wilson Prep is scary um, because you know you know, the leadership from A. Atkinson. You know, those guys have been preaching state championship from day one. Um, Princeton, you know what I'm saying, scary team um, as well. Then um, you also have like a, a, a school like Holmes, a, t- a school like Holmes so you have to watch out for, mm-hmm. those athletic who can put you in tough situations. But um, for me, man, um, it's tough, man. I, I, it's going to be hard. To, to, to be George Marshall, them boys, man. Like, they have, like, they have so much experience when it comes into those deep playoff runs. And, you know what I'm saying, I'm not sure if, you know, um, Mr. Javante Waverly, you know what I'm saying, AK, you know what I'm saying, they're ready to give that thing up. I mean, this is like kind of that that last wave of those first crop of kids that George Marshall has. So I think they're going to be a real tough out. I think it's going to be um, Henderson Collegian and Wilson Prep. You know what I'm saying? Ultimately, they bump heads with each other to decide who comes out of that bracket. Um, And I think in a close game, man, I think, you know, the savviness of Javante Waverly. I think it's just like he's so seasoned. Like he's so seasoned being that like he's literally one of those kids in 1A that has arguably played everybody in the state in his career. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he's laced up against Shaq, Josh Hall, like everybody. So I think that and just him at the same time in 1A being one of those prospects, him and AK that still haven't put their name on a piece of paper as far as college is concerned. I think that hunger will be able to um, push them through in the end, man.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And then the other team, you mentioned Holmes. Um, They're on the top side of the bracket, along with Granville Central. Terrence Harkom, Jamari Man. That's a backcourt that is capable of filling it up. So there, Riverside I think for, Martin
1: too, with R- Avion yeah. Pinner.
0: Riverside yeah. Martin with a- Avion Pinner. So there's firepower on the east side uh, in one A, and it's going to be kind of interesting to see. I'm gonna, I, I have to agree with Simmons. I think the playoff lineage of Henderson Collegiate is enough to get them out of the east. Um, and then I, I just have a feeling about this Lincoln Charter team in the west with what they're able to do. Um, Coach Gabriel, that's, you know, they're a contending program every single year. And then the fact that they have a kid in Sam Cogan that he's a, kind of a six two downhill two guard. That is just an, ath- he's super, super athletic. He's super productive, can fill it up. They have Troy Fulton who is one of the best shooters in the state that nobody really talks about. Um, I think they're going to come out of the West. And I actually think that Lincoln charter is going to end up winning the state championship this year as a five seed out of the West. So. That's um, my prediction there. So, Lincoln Charter, Wilson Prep for Rod, Henderson Collegiate. Is that your state championship, Simmons, Henderson Collegiate? Yeah.
1: Hey, wow. George, listen, you my guy. You, I love you, man. Hey, it's two five two all day, baby. I got to rule my family, bro. It's a family thing, baby. It's a family thing. <laughs> I
0: feel like the phone calls you'd be getting from Ant would be a little a little bit more fiery yeah, it's than it's the, the ones you're getting ca- from pretty bad. And I,
2: and I feel like how Rod feel because, like, Ant is my man, like. Big time respect for him. I already know he gonna pop sideways for me for me making this pick. But yo, bro, you broke my heart, dog. You broke my heart.
1: I was at that game last year. Oh man, You broke my heart, bro. Yeah, nah. And uh, to anyone that wants to call me,
0: um, don't bother. I'm probably not gonna pick up. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> some, nah. web, some web web and stuff there. Yeah,
0: web web. Nah, I just <laughs> you can call Hate to break it to you, um, but nah, the one is gonna be fun. There's real firepower there. Um, you know, like on the west side, Pike Pine Lake Prep's a team that's competitive. They got some of those Carolina Riptide kids over there, so they're pretty good. Um, there'll be there'll be interesting teams kind of throughout uh, that one A bracket. Moving on to two A, and this is the one here where it's all on the east side, and it really does feel like it's in one quadrant of the bracket. You have Bobby Pettifer going to Louisville, South Granville. You got Reedsville, uh, Breon Pass going to NC State, Dontre Styles, Kingston going to Carolina and Farmville Central Interquavion-Smith going to NC State. So you have four ACC players. We talked about it earlier. Four ACC players, All um, we all knew they'd be in the 2A East. They all put on the same team. They're, they're all interconnected in their own way. And now they're in the same quadrant, and all of them are going to be out by the end of the third round. Um, we talked about it a little bit. I know, Rod, we said we'd go more in depth. When you saw this quadrant, what was your immediate reaction?
1: I was like, yo, what are they doing like? That was my first thought. And the second thought was, damn, Washington going to the final four. Because <laughs> I'm like, Washington's down there literally, no disrespect, but by themselves out here at the bottom of this, this bracket. Mm-hmm. And Washington's really good, but, hey, they they should cakewalk to the final four. But when I saw the half of the bracket, I was just like, yo, we're going to – we're going to miss one of these games, and these are games we want to see. The second round, we could potentially get, and those don't disrespect anybody. What I'm saying is, we could potentially get South Granville, Farmville at South Granville, Kentston at Reesville on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Like, and, and unfortunately, fortunate for us, we'll have both games, but we won't, you know, we'll be split up. You know, what I mean, but that's tough, man. That's I, I, that's really tough. Uh, I I do feel for uh, for Farmville just because, like, you know. Yes, yeah, a random draw, man, but you got the you got the worst draw. Like just not being able to play at home your last your last few games like not to give them a chance to go out on top at home kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um but I just just keep it a man. That first game is not going to be a walk. Her- Herford County has a really good backcourt and Dalen Askew and Keonji Rogers. So I ultimately I think Farmer wins that game, but I think it's a little tougher than it probably should should be.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, Sims, I want to hear your immediate thoughts when you saw that quadrant. Because, it, it, you know, from guys that have seen, you know, and, and been a part of planning events, this is – if you were to actually plan an event that is the state championship, this is not how you do it, right? Putting all four of them in the same side.
2: What the hell are they doing, man? <laughs> That's what I thought. What the hell y'all doing, man? Like, it's obvious nobody had anything to do with this or watched any basketball nor do they have social media at all. No Instagram, <laughs> no Twitter, because there's no way you put all four of these dudes, random or not, man. There's no way.
0: I feel like no if this was the draw, been, you have to redraw it. You have to like, all right, we're right. scrapping this one.
2: It's, they should have been the one, two, three, and four seed, respectively. Or one, two, three, four, five. You mix, you put Herford County in there. There's no way all of them should have been in the same quadrant, bro. Like, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't get it. Um, it makes for some great basketball. And it's, it, it's going to be some heartbreak this week. Because, I mean, literally, bro, like, I know looking at it, like, they're going to have to end it. Like, yo, like, somebody's going to end somebody's high school career. Yeah. Like, like you know me. I'm Like, it's playoff time. I'm speaking the facts. Somebody no. got somebody's head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Boy, somebody has to end somebody's career. And in that situation, I don't know if I can. I don't know. Hey, so there's a couple of brothers I can roll with in this situation. Okay, so a couple of brothers I can roll with with this type of violence. This got to go on, man.
0: Okay, this is gonna be real spicy, pasta. This is gonna be real spicy. Nah, it's it's gonna be nuts. And, and I think you hit it on the, the nail on the head. Like when you think about Styles, Pass, Smith, and Pettiford. Those are four North Carolina public school legends at this point. Absolutely. All four of them could have easily gone elsewhere, left their small town school, and played at a national power um, at really any point. And there were rumors about all of them at some point, too. And to be real, they all stuck it out, and they're going to end up, it's almost like a mafia narrative. It's like they're going to be the ones taking them out.
2: Yeah, literally, they
0: have their city
2: on their back. Like each one of these kids, whole city is riding with it. If it wasn't COVID, do you know how many people from reese will be following? Bring on how many yo, you know Farm Bill's coming out. You know how Creedmoor will feels about Bobby. And the case shuts down, elementary school, church, Bible study, and the whole nine for
1: styles,
0: man. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's crazy, so, bro. So let's let's break the games down. Um South Granville plays Southwest Edgecombe, first round. We don't think that's going to be an issue for them. Didn't roll. Yeah. Uh, Hertford County plays Farmville. you mentioned it earlier. That's going to, you know, it's not going to be a cakewalk, but we feel pretty comfortable, I think, consensusly with Farmville taking care of business there. Um, mm-hmm. Reedsville plays Red Springs. Uh, they should be fine. And it's, it's Breon Pass at the end of the day.
1: Everybody, get your roll on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We think, and and any schools are listening. um, And you have anything to say with us? Talk to us after the game, and then if you take care of business, we'll happily, you know, say our bad here. But it's just—I mean, look, that's just how we're going to have to present it. Uh, And then If
2: if we're wrong, we'll give them a gift card to sheets.
0: Yeah.
1: Go <laughs> we'll get some mozzarella sticks. Yeah, your go money. get your some mozzarella
0: sticks. We, we, if you're lucky, we'll throw you a Hoop State Area Code T. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Uh, so, yeah. And then Randleman plays Kinston. Kinston goes on the road to that game. Their seating is low because they didn't have their six foot seven uh, superstar forward the entire year. So, who's, who's Randleman got? I don't know much about their team, to, to be completely honest. question though.
1: Where is Randleman?
0: So Randleman is, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Let's do my, do my Googles real quick. You know, yeah. let's do some Googles real quick on Randleman. But no, I don't. I don't know where they are. they NC. Let's see the location. Let's see the location. So I went thirty-seven.
1: Is that where uh, like um, the state championships are being played? Right like near Ashboro. Yeah, yeah, that's where it is. Yeah, I okay. think it is.
0: I think yeah, it that's, is. That's where so it is must be. Randolph yeah. County. Um, yeah, they're twelve and two on the year. They're ten and two in conference play. Um, with that being said, Dontre Styles, and that's all I need to say. So we assume that these four teams are going to take care of business in the first game. And then it sets up a situation where we have a rematch of really the game of the year in public school last year between South Granville and Farmville Central in the second round. Simmons, I'll start with you on this one. You did the first time these two teams played in the regular season. What does South Granville have to do to knock Farmville Central off? Because it feels like Farmville is the considerable favorite heading into this.
2: This is one, this is the scariest game that Farmville could have even got. It's scary, bro. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest because South Granville's a different team at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally different team. Colin Ten is a totally different player at home. Like they're comfortable there. Like Bobby literally comes across half court and he's floating. He doesn't even walk. Like he, he floats in that gym. So, I mean, don't get it twisted. We saw him last year, man. If anybody if anybody is capable of going in and shooting the spot up, it's Baby T. Okay? He coming in there. He coming in at Master P in his prime with no limited soldiers, man. You know what I mean? And he ain't playing. All right? So, I mean, it's a bomb burner, dog. Like, and I mean, like, anything can happen in this game. So, it's like, I got to think about it. My gut, I mean, Farm Bill has the depth. Like, to me, like, I'm just going to – they go 10 deep and 2-8. They literally go 10 deep and all those guys can impact the game. So whoever, if somebody was to clip them, it's gonna have they're gonna have to pull out the best game of the season. And Farmville's gonna have to shoot at a very, very low percentage. So I mean it, it's tough, man. But that's a scary game. I think where would agree, that's a scary game, bro.
1: Yeah, no, I'll um uh, so I'll say two things. One, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think for South Granville, they understand what it takes to beat Farmville. now. Like you, you got a chance to play them. Early on in the season, you know what they're doing. You know they're gonna bring pressure to kind of take the ball out of Bobby's hands, like everybody's done this year. So, but Bob, what he has to understand is be smarter with the ball when the, when the trap is coming to you. Retreat, dribble, and and and, make, and make, bring the defense to you. And then now, now you have advantage when you get the ball out of your hands. Now it's on with South Granville's other guys to kind of step up and play. The guy I'm looking at for South Granville is C- uh, Caleb Hedgefield. Like last game, the difference of that game honestly was Jaden Pitt was one and it was Leontay Moore. Leonte Moore had his way with yeah, South yeah. Caleb has to be able to neutralize what Leonte does. If you could neutralize him, keep him off the boards, keep him out of transition, like he was in jumpers and everything, but if you can keep him, if you can kind of keep Leonte neutralized, I think South Granville definitely has a chance to win that game, but that is the key. Caleb Hedgefield has to step up for South Granville and be that reliable third option for them. No,
0: I agree, and if if those three can get it going along with uh L'Oreal Walker, like that yeah, if the, yeah,
1: yeah, I if like he him. He hit
0: shots, like he's kind of the he's kind of the heat check guy for them where if he's hitting shots, it kind of changes the, the dynamic of what they do.
1: So he um, got hurt when they played too early in the game. That's another that's another thing. He got hurt what Simmons like the first two, three minutes, he hit a three. He hit a and three then got, and then he got hurt the next. He he hurt. And he yeah. didn't play the rest of the game? Nope. Mm-hmm. He shot yeah. like two or three games, yeah.
0: So if he, and now that he's back healthy, he's hopefully he's able to get back in rhythm and make that competitive. But this, this Farmville team, like they don't, like when we talk about our predictions, they don't give me a reason to even think that anyone can really beat them. And and, and that's not saying anything about anybody else. That's just that's how good this team uh, can really be, especially when they have a, a championship pedigree. The fact that right. Leonte and Leonte and T and, and Richey have already been a part of two state championships.
2: Yeah, and can I, can I piggyback off that? The reason why, honestly, like I think all of us is this like in playoffs, like foul trouble drastically changes a ball game. Like, we were in the second round of the playoffs, my first year, bro. Like, we were up 14. Jonas and Holden fouled out back to back. Changed the game in the fourth quarter with five minutes to go. The reason what makes Farmville so spooky is. They can – Baby T or Leontay or, you know what I'm saying, somebody can get in foul trouble, they can actually get somebody off the bench that can actually keep that production going or take the lead. That's the difference, like, with Reevesville, If Brian gets in foul trouble, it's tough. Like, if Trez gets in foul trouble, it's tough. If Bob gets in foul trouble, it's tough, which that's why the difference of it is going to be for, for the other, other top-heavy schools is can their supporting cast come to play?
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's it's it's, a, it's an incredibly valid point when you know especially in a single game scenario you you, you know win or lose if you lose you're going Also home.
2: the referees are magicians at this time of the year baby
0: okay <laughs> everyone thinks they're TV teddy
1: right so one so one last point I do want to say about Farmville is when you're a championship team you're really up against yourself at the end of the day you know they they're probably their biggest competition at this point like they've done a great job this year of locking in and understanding what the mission is in an abbreviated season, but for Farmville, they have to understand is that we're up against history right now. It's kind of like Golden State was two years ago. You're up against history, like you're up against a three peat. How many how many teams in North Carolina history that you know in a three peat outside of Kingston? Like it, it, you know, that's what I'm saying. So I think for them, and for, and for T, I think T wants to go out with his legacy like it. It's like. T wants to be one of the best to ever come through North Carolina. And if he was a third state championship, he scored over 2,000 points, he's done all these different things, like there's a conversation to be had at that point. So I think that's what they're up against at this point.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. And that's the thing with Traquavion is if he wins a state championship here, he's going to be considered among some, like literally the all-time greats to ever come through the state from not only a talent standpoint, from an accomplishment standpoint, Mm -hmm. um, which is just something to be said for the work that he's put in over his time. Then the other game on that side um, that is a likely second round matchup is Kinston and Rizzo. And these are two ACC commits going to tobacco road rivals. And outside of them, you have the Jeremy Dixon factor on Kinston. It's really a scrappy bunch on either side and there's different styles, but it it, it really is going to come down to who takes care of business among the superstars in that game, who gets in foul trouble, like, excuse me, said so. It, it's kind of, I, I look at that game as a potential toss up. It would be at Reedsville, which I think that's, that's why uh,
2: I'm pissed. Why are we not at both of these games? Yo, what's good <laughs> with the committee, bro?
0: We're gonna have to split up. I, I split I, up, bro. I'm, I'll probably be at Reedsville, Kinsey, and y'all will probably be at Farmville, South Granville. Yo, this is crazy, dog. Th- these are two games that deserve all three of us. Man. bro what are they
2: doing yeah. what the hell are y'all doing <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no I, we don't make the schedule we don't make the rules we just have to uh
2: Jesus.
0: go by what they give us but so looking at reedsville kinston simmons we talked a little bit about this before we started recording w- what's the x factor there what's it going to take for either one of those teams to take care of business in a game like that
2: i mean it's it's tough because it's like okay. Reeseville, you know what I'm saying, like, you know they 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 go as Brian goes but that's a t- that's a tight knit group. You know what I'm saying, they really ride together. But that is an extremely small team. Mm-hmm. Like extremely small team. You know what I'm saying, Kingston's front Kingston has a huge front line. You know what I'm saying, and like the games has got Kingston in trouble or games where they couldn't kind of play bully ball. Like Trez is in shape now. Like he's 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 back. And that's like, that's a tough check because it's like, who, like, I think Reason will have to play them zone. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if they can play them man to man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, in a game like that, like, the emotions are, like, their emotions are going to be so high at home through the roof that the physicality is going to be different. And I think, man, you know, Kinston has a couple more role players to that dude than they do in this situation. And it's not, it's not a distant reason. I just think that the size and then just the pedigree of Kingston basketball could help them in the, in the end, man. But, I mean, once again, it's on the road. This is where, like, the sixth man for Reesville would be the home court environment. But you don't have it, mm-hmm. right? You don't have it. So it's not going to be rockets in there. Well, no matter what, when you go to jump the jump ball, it's Breon and it's, it's big broad. Okay, it's big bro. All right. Okay, you down there at six seven? Boy, it's game time. It's like that's a different animal, dog.
0: Like trends is different. Yeah, Rod. What kind of piggybacking off that? Is it? It's gonna have to be. Do you think it's a, a game where the two stars decide or It's a game where everybody else decides
1: it. Um, I mean, obviously the stars are going. They're going. They're going to be stars because neither team has nobody to stop the, the other star. So mm-hmm. they're getting they They're getting thirty each. So, but. I'll say this, it is coming down to the role players. What we saw with Jeremy Dixon, I guess North Lenore, he got in foul trouble. He had silly fouls too, then he got a tick. He cannot do that. Like he I forgot about to that, fun.
2: Rod. You're making he a cannot. very valid point yes. right now.
1: Yes, because if North Lenore had somebody else to go along with our, our boy Zach Efra, huh? they might be getting <laughs> kissed in the game. You know what I mean? But Jeremy Jeremy has to understand how valuable he is to this team. Like, Jeremy is a, a seventeen to twenty point night guy, and in two A when in that division in that classification, that is elite. That's something that Kinston needs to advance. So that's why a lot of people are looking at Kinston like, yo, they might can make a little run here because because of a guy like Jeremy Dixon. So, but to me, he's the X factor.
0: Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. I think Dixon is you know have a chance to play a huge part because as the second fiddle at, at Kinston, he's better than any second fiddle that would be at Reedsville. Fact. Um, Cause he's a shooter with size, and, and Reedsville doesn't have they have some shooters, but they don't have any. And he size. can, he
1: got some wiggle off that. Yeah, belt, that's,
2: that's the difference, Pastor's. Like, that's the difference. Like, he may have a little more wiggle than Trez. Trez joins a straight just, line. Like, Jeremy yeah. coming down, he came down off the rib the other night, one dribble between big hezzy. My man hands high, get him in the air. You know yeah. said <laughs> it's the at lady. the 10. Like, he catches yeah. one of the big football brothers from Reedsville. One of those, it's spicy out here, you know what
0: I'm saying? Yeah, no, well, I agree. So, <laughs> prediction time into a quickly in the west. I mean, if it, it feels like the winner's coming out of the east in this, just like it did yeah, last year to the west, boof. <laughs> I think I'm not gonna go that far. Jamarian Dalton, if he has 50 in a playoff game, salute to you because I think North probably, Davidson,
1: yeah, 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 North I been been probably
0: up. the favorite to come out of uh the west. So, but uh, we. We we all think Farmville is gonna make the KBT got
1: a hundred round drum. You get me? Yeah,
2: hundred <laughs> round drum.
1: Um, I'm uh, I'm, gonna <laughs> go, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Farmville, but I do want to say Washington ha- has a chance because I'll, only because they're in the bottom half of the bracket and they have a good chance. Yes, ma'am. Oh, are we are. <laughs> do, we, is, oh, yeah, do we have a sorry. new fourth co-host yeah, oh yeah I'm, I'm using it right now just okay good yeah it's we yeah dad, i'm sorry <laughs> can you close the door on the way out thank you <laughs> i'll be right i'll be right there all right
0: our all first right. our first time recurring guest carson bridgers
1: <laughs> yes like, she just came in try, trying to take the whole ipad bro what are you doing like, like, this is mine <laughs> this is mine i this this house I run it. It is hers, bro. I, I agree. But what I, to my point, sorry, uh, Washington, man. Washington, like, they, they're on the easier half of the bracket, I mean, by all intents and purposes. Really good. They won their first conference championships Just Dominique Wilkins, bro. Like, that's so deep. 1979, yeah. So, much respect to them. They're a really good team. Uh, I like those kids down there. They play hard. They compete. So, I mean, I, ultimately, I'm going to say Farmville, but I think, I think it's Farmville and Washington in the Final Four, and it's a, it's a really good game.
0: I, I think, I'll, I'll just say this. I think Farmville goes to a state championship. I just think they're just clicking. And I, I think that Quavion's on a mission that is bigger than just this season. Um, And, and he's got, he's got a lot at stake here. And I think he, they, they're going to take it home with, with that surrounding cast. Simmons, what do you got? Baby T
2: hunted round drop. <laughs> I <ain't> round. <rhyme. laughs> Straight up. That's what I rolled away. Rambo status
0: through the whole playoff. <laughs> <laughs> loaded the clip. All right, so we all go Farm, Farmville Central there. Moving on to 3A. And this one, at least to me, feels the most wide open. Mm. Because on the west side, you have a team in Weddington that has been unbeatable and is beating every team in their conference <laughs> by 50 points.
1: Yes, facts.
0: They're winning every game by Fifty points, and, and and that has to be accounted for in Charlotte, like in a big city. So they're doing that, and then on the on the east side, you have the Fayetteville factor. You have Westover. You have Terry Sanford. Um, you also have New Hanover out of Wilmington. Um, there's intrigue here. You have Terry Sanford as the number one seed. So. W- w- Rod, we'll start with you. When you looked at the bracket, what what was what caught your attention? Because I think it was probably me seeing Westover as a 15 seed as the defending
1: state champion. It's crazy, right? yeah So, um to your point about Weddington, Weddington's a really good team. But we saw Weddington all summer with CC Elite; those guys was building that, they were building camaraderie, they, they were building that that continuity together. And it, even they had bit wesley but even when Westover left, they were still winning basketball games. Mm-hmm. And so that just carried over to the season. So. They're scary bunch, man. I love I love, I love, love A.J. Cook, man. He can shoot that ball, bro. And he's steady. Like, you can't speed him up. Doesn't matter who he's playing. He's not. He's never rattled. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, on that west side, looking at Weddington. But on the east side, yeah, Westover is a 15 seed. It's crazy. I'm looking at a second-round game between Westover and North, Northern Guilford. Nolan Hodge versus DeMarco Dunn. That's spicy. That's yeah. real spicy. Nolan Hodge is probably somebody in North Carolina that doesn't get talked about a lot. But Nolan Hodges is the goods. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm gonna tell you, I see a little upset city in the second round, the top half of the bracket, man. Eastern Guilford, bro, Caden Dawkins. You know, you know me. That's my guy. I'm riding with Caden. They all, they've been on a mission this year, and they got some they got they got some pieces out there, man. I just think in a, a, a one game scenario, I've seen Terry Sanford playing. I love Davis Moner. I don't know. I don't know if they can beat Eastern Guilford. I'm just is my personal opinion. So, uh Come back to me about a predict- prediction. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think about that for a second. I got you. So,
0: Simmons, when you, I'll, I'll just say that some of the bigger teams, like we said, Weddington with, with a kid that you know that from Curry and Chase Lowe and A.J. Cook from CC Elite that we got to see a lot, Terry Sanford with Molnar, um, like Rod said, Eastern Guilford with Caden Dawkins and DeMarco Dunn at Westover. What kind of grabs your attention when you look at some of the, the contending teams in, in the 3A? I'm
2: going to be honest, bro. Like, you know me, bro. I, I talk all day, but if I don't know, I don't know. Like, to keep it real, like, I don't know, nothing about 3-8, man. I know the names you said, but as far as the actual teams, I'm not sure the team I did see was Weddington. And it's like, in this situation, that style, you know what I'm saying, that really works. I know George Stackhouse and his group are not just going to lay down as far as a defending state champion, especially with a big-time high major commit. And, I mean, like, at the end of the day, man, like, you know, turnovers – you know what I'm saying, like role play. You know what I'm saying, and, and guys making big shots matter. So I'm gonna lean on y'all on this one, bro.
0: I got you. No, uh, uh, I think the team to beat on the east side has to still be Westover, despite them dropping a couple during the year. But what you you have the best player on that side of the bracket in Demarco Dunn, and it's Ooh. just a, a matter, and that matters. I and mean, he's a guard. He's a guy that can create and make shots. So that's really important. And the, the Rod, it's a good point that you brought up the Eastern Guilford, um, Taylor Sanford game. Eastern Guilford has a kid that they can throw at Molnar and Kamel Smith, who's similar yes. in size, very yes. athletic, and, and and can make him work on the other end of the floor as well. So you combine that if Caden Dawkins is hitting shots, Eastern Guilford is a scary, scary team on that side. Um, yeah. But so the team, the the Weddington team, Simmons, remember the CC Warriors team we saw in Spartanburg at all where they yeah. beat everybody, that's basically yeah. Weddington. So that – and that team was really good, and it's basically the point guard duties are kind of manned by A.J. Cook, who if there was a, a looks can be deceiving award in North Carolina. Absolutely.
2: He and he'll cook it for 30, too.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. I call, I call him Buzz Cut Brad. So yeah. you have A.J. Cook and then Chase Lowe, who can get by anybody at 6'5", and is an incredible decision maker. And he had Brock Bowen and all these other kids that can shoot the cover off the ball. Um, I think Weddington's the pick here. I don't. I, I think they're the prohibitive favorite, so they're they're definitely my prediction um, coming out of the West Side. And, and, and frankly, to win the whole thing, I don't. I, when a team is winning games like the way that they are, at the rate that they are, and everybody's producing, they just have it rolling at the right time. So I don't. I don't want to be the guy that bets against them. So Rado, prediction time now. <laughs>
1: Um, I mean, like you said, Westover does have the best player in the bracket, in, in, in the in end the, in of the bracket, where DeMarco does headed to Carolina. Um, but I'm going Easton Guilford, Caden Dawkins. Caden Dawkins, 25 a night, 45% plus from the three point line, two time back to back conference player of the year. And he is a killer. I'm on my Kendrick Perf and shit right now, bro. Like, what's up, yo? What are we talking about, yo? Are we talking Caden about, man? Dawkins. Caden Dawkins. Clip, clip this up, web. Eastern Guilford. Caden Dawkins to the chip, and they gonna win it all. That's all I got. Simmons, I know you said you, you don't
0: know, but we, we gotta get some sort of prediction out of you. What you rolling with?
2: I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, beautiful. When I get Jack to make the when I when I get I
2: don't know. But if I'm i I'm a, if I'm, a if I'm a ride out. I'm a ride out with uh, with, with Buzz Cut Brat, man. What's his name? Would you call that Brad? AJ,
1: AJ Cook, Cook. Buzz Cut Brat.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. AJ Cook was shooting that thing, and I know my man Chase. You know what I'm saying? And if they're winning by fifty, and they undefeated, I ain't betting against that either. That's what Tom, the boys, just did the playoffs. I ain't betting against.
0: So, yeah, uh, 3A prediction. I was going to say, I'll just get Jack to make the graphic and we'll have everyone's like with face with the logos and Simmons will just be a question mark or shoulder. Yeah, finger. like this. Yeah. <laughs> Simmons posted up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, 4A, the big boys, the bigger schools. You have, I mean, everyone was saying, just give North Mech the ring now. I feel like that's not fair, but. I mean, is it, is it fair? or Is it not fair, Rod? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the look on your face. is like, I think it's fair, but I don't know.
1: I'm just saying, bro. Like we'll, we'll talk. Let's we'll, we'll just talk. Let's we'll just break it down, man. All right. We'll this, break this, it
0: down. We'll break it down. So on the West side, the heavy hitter obviously is, is North Mac. Um, they're the three C they're playing Jordan high school. Panther Creek and Jordan draw in the West. Yeah. So, Panther Creek, I think their first game's at home. They play, uh, they play they Grimsley. Play Ooh. And then Jordan has to go from Durham to Charlotte to play North Mech,
1: at North Mech. <laughs> Damn, see? Your first playoff game, <laughs> you get North Mech. <laughs> he gets North Mech on the road.
0: I can imagine what that looks like. All right. at that legendary gym. Um, and then Panther Creek would have to go to North Mech in the second round.
1: Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, 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 And Daylon Berry's got guy. We know we love Dalen Berry, bro. Hey,
2: hey, hey.
1: <laughs> so let me say this. North Mech feels like 09 North Carolina. Uh, 09 North Carolina was the last probably like Yo, there's no way they don't win a national championship. Absolutely, absolutely, right. That's so. I that's what it feels like with North Mac. Like you know, it, crazier things have happened in the game of basketball. But if there is a sure is, is a sure thing in the playoffs right now, it's probably North Mac. Mm-hmm. It has to be. I think just too um, many just too many pieces. They come at you in too many ways, bro. Yeah. No, they do. I, I think about their. I'm not, I don't want to rank their players like who's the best, but you could argue Chris Ford is probably their third or fourth best player on that team. He's one of Davidson. Like you really can't. Like, yeah. And he's a killer. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? So I'm just like, yo, they're just scary, bro. But what's what's, what's, what's going go. Yeah.
0: So on the, the that's the west side of the bracket. You also have um, a team in South Mech that's interesting because you have Ferrante and Boswell that duo, yeah. and they're really, really good. Um, and that's kind of, other than that, on the West side, I mean, you have Hillside. They might be playing Audrey Kell um, uh, in the second round. Audrey Kell's a, a, a threatening team with the pieces that they have. And then on the East side, you have Pinecrest, South Central, Apex Friendship, Heritage, and Millbrook. And Laney's the number one seed. But those are the teams that you really feel like, you know, can make noise. But And even then, you could probably narrow it down there for, to like three teams, to really South Central, Apex Friendship, and Millbrook. But... Um, Simmons, when you when you think about each side of this, like a on the east side, like is, is Millbrook the prohibitive favorite, or do you think Apex Friendship or or, uh, or South Central should be re- right there considered along with them?
2: Silas Dimery, yeah, <laughs> Silas Dimery Junior, Red Dunn, Big Eric, okay, Brolic, Chris, Jackin. I mean, I think Millbrook. <laughs> Has a great shot. I think as a real I, I think Millbrook has a really good shot, uh, man. And but, it's it, <laughs> it's homestay bracketology. Everybody's lit, but nah. The thing about Millbrook though is, is you understand? Like you know, Millbrook is going to press, and the scariest thing about that. Is, is our guys over there Apex Friendship Okay Dave Proctor <laughs> And Lou Proctor Will shoot the cover off the basketball They have size And right now In 4A high school basketball Kenny Nolan is good For 25 For, for 25, and 9, and 5 Okay So it's like Okay, you have a division one guard That, okay That's somebody That knows Silas you know what I'm saying? And that's a big-time matchup. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, that's a big-time matchup. And Kelly Nolan Street is 100% defense. And I know Kenny. Kenny ain't thinking about silence. So he got to be locked in. You know what I'm saying? You got the Proctor boys who, who who from a three-point standpoint, can, can shoot with Eric, can shoot with Red, can shoot with Chris. You know what I'm saying? Then you have the bigs that they have. Like, Apex friendship is scary because you know that, like, they have a chip on their shoulder. And if they're shooting the basketball, they can play with anybody. You cannot forget, and I know Rye's going to say it too. I'm going to let him go into detail. I'm going to give him an assist right here. You cannot forget about South Central. You cannot forget about South Central. Their coach can game plan with anybody, and their kids are going to listen. Rye, you got it. Hey, man,
1: Coach Cherry is a genius, bro. What? He's He's a genius, bro. Like when we talk about best coaches in the state, like we don't give him enough credit. Like absolutely, one hundred percent. South two years ago with Dayron and, and Shaquem Phillips and those guys, man, though, he was a, a, a huge part of what they what they had going on. And in a, in a one game scenario again, you never know. them. now they picked up Omar Harris. We know Omar Ooh. Harris. Omar Harris goes to get it. Like they've quietly been mashing teams over there. If you if you look at their record, man, I mean they're undefeated. I mean, but they just – they just been mashing everybody, man. Uh, So, I don't know, man. We're going to see.
0: No, I I, I agree. I think South Central with that backcourt is going to be – is going to give team fits. And and they're a team that can easily go on a run and and, and make something happen that's really, really special. But they're on the top side of the bracket. Um, The other thing you have to talk about over there is you have Bradley Haskell and Pinecrest who mm. went on one hell of a playoff run last year mm. and, and is a guard that seems to play his best basketball when it matters most. So yeah, how much do they have okay. coming back? What's that? that team? How many, how many pieces do they have coming back from that team? Last I think, year? I think a good bit of them. I think the team, the contending team that lost a lot was Lumberton. Um, yeah. They're still solid too, but I think that Pinecrest team is bringing back a lot of their guys. So because the it, thing I like
2: about Haskell is he's a guard that controls tempo. Mm-hmm. That's the difference with Haskell. Like he plays with a controlled chaos. I like to watch him with Flight Twenty Two because he competes. He can guard, but like he controls tempo. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's a he, that's a tough matchup too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there's there's uh, definitely the teams there. Um, I guess we do prediction time. I want to do each side. So Rod, who do you have coming out of the East?
1: Um, uh, uh. uh one thing real quick we didn't talk about was heritage with Lucas Taylor. I mean, it's yes. Justin Monde. They're really good as well, too. Uh, they're, they're, they'll, they'll, make, they'll look like they made your Apex friendship second round. It's going to be a really good game. Um, I love Millbrook because Red, Red Dutton has taken Millbrook to another level. And he's been there probably five, four or five games. He's averaging 20 point, over 20 points a game. Like they're just looking like a well done machine right now. So coming out of the East, I'm probably going to go Millbrook. Uh, now, I will say this. We did see Millbrook and um, – Apex Friendship played in the Hoop State Championships. I mean, the Hoop State League, excuse me. I don't think – Eric didn't play in that game, did he? It was either – I think either Eric or Red. No, Eric the- didn't
0: play. Red Red played. was
1: there. Red played. Apex Friendship beat them pretty indecisibly. They did. But that was without Eric, though. So, I don't want to really use that game as an example, but that would be a really good game. But I'm going to go Millbrook. Simmons, who um, to-
0: At the East. Yeah, we'll do East for now. Simmons, who do you got?
2: It scares me, bro, because
0: I'm with Rod.
2: I want to go Millbrook, but I've watched 4A basketball for a long time. Like the question about them is this is one of those situations is it's the bench, you know what I'm saying? And in 4A basketball, the bench matters. We watched we watched the game, shoot at Millbrook last year, you know what I'm saying, playoffs like. Like all those, it's, it's it's hard for your five to be able to make it to the end, you know what I'm saying? So, it's tough. Ah, woo, <laughs> man, you hey, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm 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 gonna go with Millbrook. I'm gonna go with Millbrook, but, bro, South Central dog like yeah <laughs> south, central, south central south central spooky i'm a, i'm i'm a, i'm gonna roll with milbrook though i'm gonna roll with milbrook
0: i think it's a toss oh, up milbrook. between the 3 of apex friendship south central and, and milbrook
2: and man milbrook it's it, it's it's like each team has a very it, it got a spicy case like for real for real bro
0: i think for not only the sake of conversation but this was my pick coming in we will we'll differentiate all three of us i'm going apex friendship to come out of the east yeah i'm with you and I'm i think that it's so tough to contain three 40, 45% plus three point shooters.
2: Absolutely, bro.
0: Especially when one of them can really create and, and Proctor can create a little bit too. He's got a little bit of wiggle to him. He's not just a spot, a spot up guy. I, I think that those, that trio of the Proctor boys, Kenny is enough. And I think that the, those three guards are going to be tough to match up with. And I'm not mistaken. They go seven, eight deep, right? They, they do. They, they have, the Isaac Holmes kid, the 6'64, they could bring off the bench. They have Askin, oh they have Patrick Sams, they they have players.
2: Right. You know what I'm saying? That like, they go 7'8 deep. Like South Central goes 7'8 deep. Mm-hmm. That's like,
0: the so it's,
2: it, it's spicy, man.
0: Yeah. Now, nah, there's going to be in 4A, there are going to be some special, special um, games. And, and we could yeah. see those, you know, Apex Friendship, Milbrook play each other in an Elite Eight scenario. But what were you about to say, Rod?
1: I was gonna say, you know, the four a never goes according to plan anyway. So never, you know, never. It so. does because last year
2: we got hit with the razzle dazzle.
1: We did. We thought we thought Lee'sville would make a run, and Bradley Haskell said no. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> yep. You know, it looked like it, it did look
0: like Lee'sville was heating up at the right time, and Carter Witt was gonna lead them, but Haskell said no, and then on the west side, let's talk about North Mac a little bit <laughs> because they're so good. That it they're not even thrown into conversations like, oh, who's going to win this game? It's like, yeah, North Mech's probably going to win. You have Jordan Crawford, who's playing out of his mind, won MVP of the Hoop State Fall League. You have Tony Waters, the senior point guard, who's doing an unbelievable job. Um, Jeremy Gregory and Chris Ford combined are good for 40 and 25 every single time they step on the floor. And And, and I don't know if there's another team in the West and I haven't even mentioned Davion Cunningham or Maxwell Coles, any of these other guys. So like, I can help you out now. (laughs) Like (laughs) if if this North Mac team, despite such a quick resume, um, they only played, I think eight regular season games. If they're able to run the table and, and do make something special happen, this is, this feels like one of the better teams in public school that we've seen in North Carolina in the last five years. Right, Rod?
1: I agree. I agree, and like, and the thing I say about North Mac is it's kind of the same thing along the lines of Fargo Central. Like you're you're really playing against yourself at this point. You know, you're, you're playing against history. You know, uh, to get another state championship. Yeah, you know, and then the crazy part about North Mac, with the, the exception of Chris Ford, they all come back with year.
0: <laughs> They're so, losing Chris and Tony. They're losing Chris, Chris and Tony. Tony. Everybody comes back, and then they have probably two or three other kids that will play Division One basketball playing JV this year.
1: Right. Yeah, because Max right. Maxwell sons on JB, right?
0: Yep and Langston Boyd.
1: Crazy. Yeah. So yeah, so I mean n- another dynasty in the making. I just think with North Mac, it's just like I said, they're just competing against themselves and just you know, just keeping those guys dialed in and, and, and you know, and you when you look at the box scores every game, it's somebody different every single game. Yeah, you see Ford and Gregory getting their points, but then one night you might see Coles have twenty, you may see Cunningham had twenty, Crawford go twenty-five. Uh, you know, what I mean, it's just it's just crazy, man. So,
0: yeah, Simmons, we were um, able to see them in the Hoop State Fall League, and they had two teams that went like ten and one, and, uh, and we split them up. Like, like they're just complete overwhelming, right?
2: Yeah, man. I mean, that North. I mean, it's it's a it's a full operation they run over there at North Mac, bro. It's a full operation, okay? <laughs> From the training staff to the JV team to the varsity team, full operation they run over there at North Mac. They got the toughest. They got the tougher colors. They they white, royal blue, and red. They got the swoosh on. They ain't playing no games, man. Like they ain't playing no games at North Mac.
0: Nope. So the consensus North Mech wins four A. Absolutely. Rod,
1: no brainer. Next next question.
0: Yeah. All right. North <laughs> Mac Jack, get the graphic ready. Uh. Yeah. North Mech. we believe wins four A. Um. And that's it for public school. It's going to be fun to watch this shake out. We will have games uh, throughout the week on the Hoop State Network. And then the other thing we have to talk about quickly, I know we've gone a little long, but real quickly touch on the private school stuff. Um, I think the two biggest games that we should talk about are, we don't even have to talk about them, but at least mention them, Or Wayne Country Day knocks off Trinity Raleigh. I know, Simmons, you were there for that. And then Asheville Christian with a game-winning tip-in from Deontay Green knocks off. Um, Concord Academy Gaston Day also be Davidson Day But Simmons just a quick take on what you saw Wayne Country Day do in Raleigh on Saturday
2: I mean they were absolutely Special bro like I mean it was It was what do you expect in a high school Basketball game their main Guys uh, came to play um, You know Mike Best um, <clears throat> Jaden Cooper you know what I'm saying Did they thing. Um, I think Norville was well, the number one The point guard they had he did this thing, man. Um, they shot over fifty percent from the, you know, I am saying from the field and the three point line. Um, they put, they were able to take a take a run from um, Trinity Academy and then listen to me. We always talk about the role players. Jordan Cooper came in and went absolutely crazy, mouth and Like, it's a difference between a role player comes in and steps up. No, 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 no. He took over the entire basketball game and every aspect. It started spicy defense on Mr. Vanderhorst. Got, got his cookies a couple of times. Hey, hey, get your cookies, get your cookies. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Hit a couple of threes, went baseline for the grown man. And went, oh, did he contact? And what? Yeah, all of a sudden, he just started letting it go with pasta, with no conscience, no remorse, three foot behind, three foot off the dribble, spot up. He was getting fouled. Like, listen, that little dude went it in like the playoffs a couple years ago. He went crazy, man. I mean, it was a real, real special performance. So now they got Burlington School.
0: So right? they have the winner of the Burlington School and Gaston Day. So more than likely, the Burlington School. The one wrinkle there is I think Jamari is hurt right now. So what? Jamari is hurt. He is gonna. He should be able to play in the semis if they win. But he, I don't, I, I don't know. Bernardi described him as doubtful when I talked to him. So we'll see, oh. we'll see. He didn't play wow. the last game. Was in street clothes. Was able to practice. But, um, wow. yeah, I got,
2: I got to get the word. I got to get the word.
0: Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll, tell everyone what the deal is after recording. But I, I, you know, I don't. Th- it's nothing serious at all. Um, but it's something. It, it, so they're gonna have to rely on Zion Walker and Escobar to handle to run the team. Um, in his absence against Gaston Day, which I feel like they, they should be able to do. Gaston Day was able to get Davidson Day slipping, but it's they're gonna need Colel to really step up. Robert, and when is, when is this game? Uh, that'll be t- for those listening. That'll be tonight, Monday night. So this oh, will, yeah. this podcast will come out on a Monday. Um, that'll be tonight, Monday night. So yeah. Um, they have that, and then the other one in two A tomorrow night at Northside Christian we got the, the matchup we were looking for Westminster Catawba playing against Northside Christian just playing against his old school for a, for a final four berth. Um Quick prediction on that game. Rod, we'll start with you.
1: Whew. MJ Collins has been on a tear for Westminster Catawba. Um, they, they're smelling blood. Uh, I know the, the game is at Northside, right? It is at Northside. Correct. Okay. So that's, that's good. Um, Wesley Tug, my my dog, Glenn Hubbard. They've been playing well all year. Then you got Jasin Felt as well. Um, I'm going to go north side just because they're at home, man.
0: I feel you. Simmons, what are you thinking on that matchup? North side. Heard. I think I'm going to lean north side too. Um, I would not be surprised if MJ Collins goes for 30 and and tries to carry them. I I
2: definitely think it's going to be, I definitely going to. I think it's good,
0: the final score is going to be below six points, though. It's
1: going to be a close game. Yeah, It's going to
0: be a close game. I I, I do think that Westminster Cazabas a, has a very good chance because MJ Collins has been out of this world lately. Yeah, he's, um, been, he's been cooking. Okay. So, yeah, they play, and then they will play the winner of – I guess it kind of depends on what happens from here, but I believe it will be Wayne Country Day TBS uh, later in the week for a birth of the championship, and then Westminster versus uh, – um, or West, the winner of Westminster Northside versus – I don't even know. Let me see.
1: Yeah, Westminster Northside, the winner of that goes to the, state cha, goes to the state championship, I think, right? No, uh, No,
0: they would go to the semis. I forgot about – the other factor I forgot, Northwood Temple plays Trinity Christian on the other that's, side. That's so it would probably be Westminster Northside versus um, Northwood and then I got you. Wayne Country Day. So that's how two way is shaken out. They're the only ones that aren't like completely in the semis. Um the 1A semis is exactly what we thought it would be. United Faith and uh Cape Fear playing against Greenfield and Victory on that side. Um I'm and at, victory I Victory has
1: to victory, victory has to go to Wilson, too.
0: Victory has to go to Wilson. So I think that they're the prohibitive favorite in that game, but it's not going to be easy at all in Wilson. At all. And and, and that's and Rob's got a look on his face, like Greenfield might sneak that one.
1: I don't know. Mm. Hey, Rob saw it, man. I believe in you, though. You know. <laughs> Absolutely. And then three A, we have Astral Christian
0: going up against Gaston Christian mm-hmm. in eight eight and eighteen versus nine and sixteen semifinal. Wow! And then High Point Christian plays Cape Fear Academy out of Wilmington. Who has some players on the team that just haven't played in, in in front of a bunch of every in front of a lot of people, but um, it's lined enough for your prediction to be right, Rod. KJ Garrett, High Point Christian.
1: I called it KJ Garrett, hold the state championship. He, he's he's holding the trophy up Saturday afternoon, man. Stop playing a championship guess, game, gonna be a high point against Deontay Green, yeah. Hey, man, listen, hey, yeah, I love Deontay, Deontay, my dog, man. But hey, that's gonna be a, a spicy game. It's not an it's not an answer in three a FN3A for that monster. That's true. That's no, true. And I'll, I don't want to. We
0: shouldn't count Gaston Christian out because Will Kelly can hoop, and they they took him to the wire. Tough. So the, the the Will Kelly Collin Mills matchup will be fun in that semifinal as well.
1: Yeah, Will at Will Kelly bucket, bro. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. He yeah.
0: So they that's gonna be good. And then for a we got uh, GDS going up against Cannon. Which feels like a huge, game. It is a huge
1: game,
0: and then Ravenscroft plays Carmel and Ben Burnham, twenty-two points, twenty-three rebounds, and ten blocks in the last win. Um, goodness gracious! I don't even know where to begin with that. But when you look at some of these private school Final Four Simmons, especially this foray with that GDS Cannon game, I, I noticed your reaction. What, what are you thinking about that matchup? Jarvis Moss
2: versus the two young bucks. They better jump that brother because he coming <laughs> with a full clip, boy. Straight up, DJ. I think the D- DJ Nicks and the footer are going to be the key in that game. Can He's they back. come to play? Can they come to play Jaden Young, Nick Graves? If anybody can do a defensive job on Jarvis Moss, it's those two young men, you know what I'm saying? Zanoni, you know what I'm saying? And Big Texas, they got to be, they got to be a London bird, they got to be knocking that thing down. If not, Ben Burnham, aka uh, Georgia the Jungle. It's
1: going to the tip, man. Straight up. Yeah. Um. Well, Cannon Canon actually beat GDS earlier in the year too. At Cannon. So, I mean, it's it's it's, it's definitely in the back of their minds. Hey, this is this is not a game that we're we we're, we're going to win. You know, by you know by our intents and purposes. But like you said, man. I mean, the, at Jarvis Moss, Jaden Young matchup. You know, I think that's you know that's a key. I think the key for, for GDS is understanding that. Jaden Young is your, is, your, is your horse. And when you get in moments like this, you got to ride your horse, yo. Like, I understand, you know, you have your your set, your structure, your system, you want to move the ball and things like that. But at the end of the day, when you got you gotta get busy. when you got thoroughbreds, you got to say, yo, this is what we're going to do. Let's get the ball to that brother right there and let him take us home. If that's the case, I think Greensboro Day has a chance to win a state championship. I think they have a legitimate chance. Mm-hmm. Because, but if you don't give... Jaden Young, those opportunities that I don't know.
0: I I agree. I think that, like you said, I think the two keys for GDS, and you mentioned it last week, is if Nick Graves is getting paint touches and being aggressive, and if Jaden Young is getting quality looks run for him, quality sets run for him to where he's getting the ball and and where he likes it, and and, and spots where he's comfortable on the floor. And then Zanoni and Tyler, if they're hitting shots complementing that, they're tough to beat.
1: They're very tough.
0: So... That's going to be the thing. And then Ben, I mean, I don't really even know where to begin with Ben Burnham. Like
1: <laughs> Monster.
0: It's, it's ridiculous. It, it, it's absolutely ridiculous. Every time you think that he's done enough, he's done all he can do. He, you know, throws 10 rebounds on top of another stat line. And it's like 23, it, 22 and 10. Like that's cr- in the third and in, in a quarterfinal game. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. It, he signed already, right? Yeah. Yeah. Through. Just making sure. <laughs> I, I know Mark really Kelsey's tweeting
0: about him every chance he gets.
1: Okay, 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 okay. I know, I know, he was signed, but I just wanted to make sure. Like, all right. if he wasn't,
0: oh my god, who knows what would happen? But nah, he's he's been superb this year. But I think that's about it for the private school stuff. Um, I actually made a mistake with the three A. Cape Fear plays Gaston, and Asheville Christian plays High Point Christian. So that semifinal, Ash, or Asheville Christian with High Point Christian, that's going to be a big one um, with Deontay and KJ. So tune in for that one and uh that's about it i know we went a little long we appreciate everyone tuning in that's listening the entire time
1: any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up i'm i'm super excited about this week it's a lot of great basketball ahead of us and i mean it's kind of in the home stretch of the high school season for i mean for both leagues and uh you know it's it's been a fun a quick year but it's been a fun year so um you know looking forward to getting through this week and then kind of resetting and get ready for the hoop state championships man
0: definitely simmons anything else
2: Nah, what Rod said, man, I mean, it's playoff time. This is a great time. Um, you know, just want to send a special shout-out to, to those seniors, man. Uh, we got the Hoop State Last Dance coming. Uh, you know, we're going to make sure y'all boys go out with a bang. But, you know, the Bobbies, the, the Breons, the Baby Tees, you know what I'm saying, the Trez, you know, the Terrence Harkums, all those guys, man, Lucas, Eric Red, man, you guys have been a pleasure to cover, you know what I'm saying, a few years of Hoop State, but it's been a pleasure watching y'all boys for four years, man. Like, this this class of, of seniors has stood out from the time they walked through the doors. You yep. know what I'm saying? A lot of them are going to walk out the doors, you know what I'm saying, as legends in that school. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of a lot of jerseys are going to are, are, are going to be in the rafters Be A lot of these dudes getting their jersey retired, like, real tall. They're going to be able to bring the kids back. Yeah, yeah, fly through that right here, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs>
1: it's yeah, facts.
0: I agree that's a great place and this this 21 class has been really special in a lot of ways and for the private school side of things their season's going to end this week um and the public school guys a select few will have the opportunity to keep it going um just for a couple more games so uh we'll end it on that note this time next week we'll be back um we'll be breaking down the, the private school state championships and kind of looking ahead at the public school final four so we appreciate you guys listening be sure to subscribe um to wherever, on to this podcast wherever you get your podcast apple spotify whatever it may be and we'll see y'all very very soon
1: when my friends go it was simple when the end low switch the
2: tempo i got right i got a heart i won't die i'm gonna fight i go down but i strike i go hard day and night yeah i go hard day and night.